In these harrowing times, three women step forward to expose the ridiculous and untrue stories bouncing around the internet and the world. Basically, a feminist librarian, geologist, and public health expert walk into a bar and discuss the stuff that we know is a little off the center of true. This is The Triple Hoax. And in my professional life, I'm a public health professional, and I focused in health behavior and health education. So I studied the psychology of why or why not people change or don't change their health behaviors, and I, I studied the best ways to teach them about health. I'm very passionate about um, how communities can be politically active and how that can positively affect their communities. Uh, in my personal life, I like screaming about feminism on the internet, watching the Americans uh, snuggling my puppy. All good things. I'm Bess. I'm a resident librarian. Professionally, I'm a children's librarian, but I studied uh, general librarianship as well. I really love doing research and finding answers to obscure questions um, and trying to figure out why people do what they do and act the way they act. I've known Nancy and George for a really long time, and I was very excited that we decided to do this podcast together. Um, when I am not at the library, I am uh, at home with my cats, knitting or reading or probably watching Star Trek. Hello, dear listeners. I'm George to round out this classic trio. Uh, I am Nancy's sister. Yes. Bess is unfortunately not our cousin or my cousin, but um, we make do. Um, professionally, I am an environmental geoscientist, which uh, entails um, the scientific study of um, Earth geologic systems, but uh, how the Earth's geologic systems interact with all the other systems. And that ties into um, a lot of environmentalism and uh, alternative energy sources and things like that. Um, in my non-environmental geoscientist life, I do a lot of the same stuff. I, I really love teaching. I um, am a staunch environmentalist and I like reading. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> Okay. You like memes. You I do like, like memes. I love memes. Memes are a passion of mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This week is my week to host. And uh, my broad category was going to be just cryptids. Just the wild and woolly and un unverified claims of <laughs> beasts all around the world. But um, Nancy and Bess rightly so thought that was a very big topic to cover in just an hour so we i <laughs> decided on aliens aliens ufos ets extraterrestrials yes. anal probes <laughs> donald trump's hair you know right all that good stuff right um so 
I did a lot of in-depth research this week about UFOs in particular, because that's really mean, our main source of the rumors about aliens and um, obviously how they would get to Earth. Um, so the earliest sightings of UFOs in America were actually back in the 1600s. Whoa. I don't know if you guys knew that. No, I it, didn't know. That's so the, long ago. I know. And it was the Puritans. Which of course it was. Of, right. But it kind of discounts like the whole drugs and alcohol thing. Like, yeah, but you, you can't tell me, <laughs> you can't tell me that they didn't have like a barrel of whiskey stashed <laughs> away somewhere that they yeah. weren't nipping off of. Very true. They were they were writing their history so they looked real good. Like right. there's no way there weren't like two or three people who were a little drunk sometimes. <laughs> so their UFOs or unidentified flying objects were balls of glowing light over um in the Boston area, whatever river that is. Sorry guys, I don't do my research that in depth. Charles. <laughs> the Charles River. Um but the great thing about this is that I found an article article in um, a Boston newspaper that was celebrating the fact that they were the first town to ever see a UFO sighting in modern <laughs> America. Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> that's Massachusetts for you, I guess. It was, it was pretty entertaining. Um, Just as a side note, that is uh, Carson Drew who uh, provided <laughs> us with the with uh the river the river yeah. name yes mm -hmm. our father um yeah so that was the first recorded alien sighting in um puritan america and as you can imagine things just ballooned from there um a little bit but they didn't uh ufo sightings didn't really of course hit mainstream until um the roswell incident Right. Which I don't know if our listeners know what that is or if you guys know what that is, but Roswell, New Mexico is the alien capital of the world. Area 51 is nearby. Um, there was a UFO, an unidentified flying object. Okay, so maybe I should clarify when we say unidentified flying object, the UFO, that doesn't automatically mean we're talking about aliens. It means right, right. someone looks up in the sky and they're like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're not, I'm not, I'm not being synonymous saying UFO is aliens. It's just right. unidentified flying object. So in the Roswell incident, an unidentified flying object crashes down near Roswell. Um, there are rumors that there are bodies at the site that are aliens, that they don't know what kind of craft it is. And that really um, ignites the UFO craze. And, um, I just want to throw in there that sure. um, I found a, while I was looking around, I found a article or it was an op-ed, an opinion piece actually from the Albuquerque Journal. So Albuquerque, New Mexico, they're one mm -hmm. of their newspapers. Uh, this is somebody who's very angry that people still believe in Roswell. <laughs> Interesting. But, but it's very apparent from the beginning. Usually it's the opposite. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting too. Most, most op-ed people are usually the, uh, believing in aliens. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
thing. But this was written by an uh, an editor of the Skeptical Inquirer, which okay. is the, the magazine for science and reason. I love them. Um, so one of the things they wrote was um, that with the discovery of whatever happened at Roswell, mm -hmm. what did happen at Roswell, I'm sorry, we know 100% what happened, actually, which is that it was a... Um, it was a research balloons and equipment launched by New York University. Mm -hmm. And the project itself had a classified and unclassified purpose. Portion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of them was just, you know, like they're monitoring the atmosphere. They were atmospheric researchers. That was the one purpose. The, uh, the classified purpose that nobody knew like about until later is that it was called Project Mogul. And it was yeah to find out whether did you did you I did but go ahead uh, to find whether balloons like weather balloons might be able to carry highly sensitive sensitive microphones into the stratosphere to detect acoustic signals of Soviet nuclear tests. I wonder right. if they could find if they could hear whales. That'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were trying to spy on the USSR, yes. but. I'm assuming it didn't work. Hmm. You could tell me. No, that's why it crashed. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it was too, it was, those things were big. They were like half the mm -hmm. height of the Eiffel Tower. They were huge. Yeah. And that's oh my God. one of the reasons why people were so freaked out is because they'd never seen something that big, like a balloon flying in the air before. Yeah. Or falling from the sky. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also flying relatively low because planes fly up high enough after right. takeoff that you can't see them that well. Right. So. so after reading a little bit about the history, uh, a more recent piece of history is that there was, in fact, a cult called. Um, yes. Yes. There, uh, well, this one Love doesn't have a good cult. This one doesn't have a happy ending. Um, they never oh, do. Damn. They never oh, do. Oh, I think I know. Who okay. Uh, um, so a cult recently was led by a man named Her Marshall Herf yeah. Applewhite. <laughs> great name. Yep. Everyone involved in aliens has a great name. Um, he had a normal life up until he had a heart blockage that he was hospitalized for, and he met a nurse there, and her yeah. name was Bonnie Lou Nettles. <laughs> and um she started feeding him information about how he was chosen, that he was on Earth for a purpose, God was giving him a purpose. So he eventually sort of mixed a lot of religiosity because he was raised Presbyterian with um, the ideas of UFOs. And eventually he created a cult with this woman um, called Heaven's Gate. Um, yeah. Oh, I have very, heard of them. They were very low profile. I mean, they still made the news because aliens but um, they actually convinced this group of people, I think there were 26 followers. Yep. Um, they committed mass suicide in um, 1997. Yep, I have heard of them. Yep, so, I learned about them in psych class. Yeah, and they, they believed that um, aliens and comets were like there to shuttle humans from this plane to a greater heavenly plane. So, you know. Um, that's great. So <laughs> after reading that, I was like, geez, what, what makes people believe in aliens? What, what started this? And I found a very fascinating article from the, the, con the conversation.com. And the gist of it is 
in the early 1900s, people loved science. They liked that they could disseminate information and figure out why weird stuff was happening. But it started to happen with this guy named Max Weber, he was a famous sociologist, was that uh, people were taking for granted that all things in the world could be reconciled or demystified by science. Ah. We were taking that for granted. Like, yeah, that you should take that for granted because things can be like reconciled with the scientific method. Like that's the whole point of the scientific method. Like oh, if only, if only people still felt that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was like the beginning of the re emergence of people believing in aliens and UFOs and things like things like that. Um, so and then of course with the Roswell incident and the Cold War so and you're, space race. Sorry, so back up. Ahead. So I want to make okay. sure I get it. So like what he was saying was that let's was he saying basically like let's not get too hasty. I don't think science can explain everything. Is that what he was proposing yes, like basically he was trying to like be like, oh it was like he was a crackpot okay the okay. world the world has been de-enchanted or oh, disenchanted people like that yeah and he called himself a sociologist oh right so like you um, do right like you do um so with that and then with um two huge world wars happening within the span of 20 years 30 years um, with the Cold War, yeah. space race, with the Roswell incident, it was a perfect storm. And now sociologists believe this is a phenomenon called re-enchantment. It's similar to the phenomenon of like people believing in ghosts, right? Right. It's like so openness to new things. Right. And... Well, sociologists call it re-enchantment. That um, science will um, tamp down myths and urban legends and pseudoscience things for only so long before there's so much secularization that people need something new to believe in. Okay. Uh, so like the cult guy mixed religiosity and, um, UFOs to come up with a new sort of, uh, religion or something for people to follow. Like, like okay. when we talked about goats, people need something to believe in about right. the unknown. So, um, so it, it is like, like Nancy said, um, cycles of, uh, certain myths being in fashion. Like you could say the vampire craze of the early 2000s, I guess, <laughs> as an example, sort of, or like, um, the spirit, the, uh, the spiritualism resurgence during the Victorian era. Yeah. Or right. Like that. And, um, so it's uh crystals are popular again yeah well, that's right tarot and things like that oh yeah um, we're gonna have so, an episode about those don't worry yes yes definitely yes of course um so that's that is in a nutshell a lot of the reason why um people form cults believe in aliens will believe so strenuously in aliens because personally you know there's the statistic um, that of all the UFO sightings, 95% of them can be, have a cause traced back that makes them become an identified flying object. But that 5%, right. you know, don't know what it is. It could be space debris. It could be 
and a, and a phenomenon we haven't come up with yet, but like a 0.999% might be aliens. We don't know. So you mean point zero 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 one? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, um, so, um, and I was going to say like science itself is like, statistically, we are not alone in the universe, but right. people right. always stop listening after that when this, but then the scientists will go on to say, they have definitely not contacted us yet because of these scientific reasons. Yes. Right. I mean, I guess, yeah, I want to throw in this disclaimer. Like, personally, Bess, me, I believe that there are other intelligent life forms in the universe, but you have to take into account that the universe is incredibly vast. Mm -hmm. And the probability that they have evolved to the same type of intelligence that we have and nay surpassed it to somehow get all the way across the fucking universe to our little galaxy Mm -hmm. like not not so high like (laughs) no yeah Yeah. especially what you said about advancing our technology because to travel that far get here and not be dead requires technology we can't have even gotten close to yet right interesting aspect of my research because i mean famously stephen hawking believes that there is life um beyond our galaxy um but he is of the opinion that all alien life will probably be antagonistic to human life which i find incredibly cynical and incredibly disappointing yeah and he um has gone so far to recommend to NASA that they stop their broadcasting signals. But that's, I mean, it wouldn't matter. We, cause NASA is intentionally broadcasting. Yes. All, all the time. The void. But um, just the fact that we've had radar and radio and all of those things for so long, like it's too late. If they're going to hear us, they've here. already heard us. We're here. Yeah. Like there's no way we could stop aliens from knowing we're here. Let me think about, um, contact by carl sagan so he mm-hmm. wrote the novel and then there was a movie with jodie foster uh and matthew mcconaughey unfortunately but anyway um <laughs> but like so the image that the alien life forms who are contacting us in the novel contact send back to us is like speech at the olympic games like because that was one of the right. first things that reached them like yeah broadcasting this kind of stuff even before we knew that's what we were doing mm-hmm. right yeah so oops <laughs> but great <laughs> too, late, too late now um yeah why stop so, right they should just continuously play early one direction yes oh, my god that is brilliant we need is to that vaguely antagon- antagonistic to other forms of life though <laughs> i love I mean, them here's Here's the thing. I feel like if anything will soothe the savage <laughs> alien, it yes. will be boy bands. That's true. Tones of Liam Payne. Yeah. That's um, 100% true. So I, I would also like to clarify a certain term I came across, and I'm sure you guys came across it as well. Ufologist. Ufologists. People who study the sightings of UFOs are called ufologists. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and there's a great story about the first guy who started 
um, collecting the incidences of UFOs. He himself experienced um, an unidentified, unidentified flying object um, when he was flying over Japan in 1945, which was only three weeks after the bombings. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a good year for Japan. No. That's not a good year to be flying over Japan. He, it was, yeah, um, he was part of the army and he was taking a flight um, over Japan. And he looked out the porthole windows of his plane and he saw three glowing orbs about the size of Oh, yeah. And um, he. That was probably nuclear fallout. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, so he saw these things and apparently they caused the planes, engines, and um, other equipment to start failing, but then they were gone and the plane was fine. So that had a really big impact on him and he decided to publish his account. He started a newsletter about UFOs sure. and he started collecting data and he was just inundated with thousands and thousands of people's reports about this. So that's the other thing. When people hear other reports about UFO sightings, UFO sightings go up. Yeah. yeah. And then people didn't start describing the saucer-like dishes until movies like, you know, the yeah. old movies from the 50s started coming out. Plan like 9 the from Outer the Martians, Stuff like that. Yep. So it's very obviously people are being suggested and influenced with this. People are very suggestible. I yes. think we kind of talked about that in our ghost hunting episode yes. too. Like, yes. it's the same um, stuff. And, yeah. But I got curious about these because these um, balls of light that he saw were interesting to me. So I decided to try and debunk one of these. And um, there's actually a phenomenon known as ball lightning. Mm -hmm. And oh. it's a very rare form of yeah. lightning um, that it, they theorize is caused by the um, atomization of certain um, minerals and elements in the oh. soil. And this was only a few weeks after those the cities were bombed. So there was a lot of soil and matter kicked up into the atmosphere. Yeah. Oh. So this probably created the perfect and it and ball lightning is described exactly like this guy described what he um, saw. Gotcha. So that's my theory for what happened there. But um, yeah, this isn't a sorry pause this what? is not a this is just a rhetorical funny question but yeah. uh when you said balls of lead i was like <laughs> i was like at what point <laughs> above the earth does a ball of light turn from a ghost to a ufo <laughs> that is a great question <laughs> like i just i just want to know <laughs> both sightings ghost and ufo and sometimes involve colored orbs like right yeah exactly you know what that's interesting because that just makes me think of also biology and yeah. how you can sometimes see floating circles in your yep. eyes and it's oh, just yeah. the air it's just air bubbles in your vitreous fluid mm -hmm. which is like the fluid that cushions oh, and is inside your eye yeah, so you're just seeing your yeah. own like air, air bubbles, bubbles air bubbles so that could also like that could be what right. people are seeing like yeah so um i read a noah website and some other websites about lightning it's very fascinating science they don't really know what like that's just the theory about what causes ball lightning and there's like they they haven't 
like been able to like reproduce it in a lab. So it's the cutting edge of weather science. If any of you are interested in that, like I am, so go go check that out. It's very cool. What and, does NOAA stand for? Um, <clears throat> the National Oceanic and Atmospheric um, Administration. It's a government um, branch of the National Weather so, Service, I think. So is it NOAA.gov? Mm -hmm. All right, check it out, listeners. Um, so I think it'd be fun right now to to play a little game. Just to Wait, play okay. a game. I have We're a game. trying this new thing, listeners, Wait. where we play little games. Wait, I have a game. I came up with it all on my own. Oh my Sweet. gosh! Okay, go, okay. go, go. Right, so I'm going to give you a celebrity. Okay. And you are guess if they believe in aliens or not. Yay! Yes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> do you have the actual answers or are we just I talking do. about this? No, oh I my do. God. I do. I do. All right. Um, hmm. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I will give you. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Ariana Grande. Yes. Uh, Nancy. She's pretty. Dude, I'm gonna she go with no. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. yeah! Damn it, Ariana! You know what else? You know what else she believes in? She believes in ghosts and demons. Yeah. Of course. She's also had experience with ghosts. Like she, she has had a paranormal experience. Oh my god. Yes, she should go on a celebrity haunting. <laughs> She's too A-list oh for that place. Yeah. You'll have to wait 30 years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, all right. I love that we think a celebrity haunting will still exist then. <laughs> you know, Listen, it's timeless. Way. I have every faith. That's All right. true. All right, Nancy, I'm giving you a second chance. Okay. All right, Marilyn Monroe. Ooh, yes. Yes. Answer, no. Really? Huh. did not. Also, people think that she was killed because she did know about aliens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna we're gonna have plenty of time in the next part of this episode to talk about people who believe in conspiracies about alien bullshit. So let's not even go there right now. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, last one. Do a right. dude. Do a dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Winston Churchill. Yes. Uh yeah, probably yeah. You were correct. He did. I'm not surprised. He, yeah, he wrote, well, the interesting thing is he wrote an entire treatise on it. Of course. I, I think I knew that. It, which How I, old was he when he wrote the treatise? Blew my mind. He was pretty old, I think. Well, Actually, um, that's less surprising. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, old people believe all kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, we're incredibly ageist. By That's the way, yeah. yeah. Well, and I understand there's a lot of sharp liberal old people out there. I just haven't come into contact with them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Also, okay. So there was a. I just wrote this guy down because he had a cool name, but apparently he believed in aliens. His name was Lord Hugh Caswald Treene here Dowding. That's a name. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. That's a goddamn name. Yeah, we're stealing that oh. name. Actually, that's the new name of this podcast. Yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> Train here. 
train All right. Here. No, so, the whole thing, the whole name. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Okay, what if we do for bonus round? We name a celebrity that we do think believes in aliens. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. I think I think Bess won that round. I did. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Damn it. By right. the way. Bonus Too right. Round. That's true. <laughs> bonus I'll... round. Don't answer. Okay. Um, I think Ed Sheeran believes in aliens. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> fucking weird. He probably does. <laughs> what about well, you, Bess? I mean, there's a difference between believing alien conspiracy theories and believing that there are aliens. Right. Well, no. Yeah. I'm implying alien conspiracy theory. That's, oh. that's true. Okay. So, yes. yes. <laughs> um, I mean... Okay, I don't want to go for like the obvious because I was immediately gonna say like Tom Cruise, but that's obvious. Yeah, yeah um, it does, by the way. <laughs> um, which it's part of his religion, in case you didn't know. But um yeah, that's true. I am gonna say that I think that you know what? I think that Daniel Radcliffe probably believes in aliens. <laughs> I bet he does. He had a weird childhood. He did. That will make that happen. Okay, yeah. But I don't believe, I don't think he believes in conspiracy theories. No, no, no. But I do think he believes in aliens. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Probably, for sure. He probably believes in ghosts, too. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I bet that the Queen of England believes in aliens. You think? I don't know. I, do. I think she does. I think she knows a lot. <laughs> she knows a lot normal. she's not telling is yeah. that i mean okay so like the funny thing like i've heard this joke a million times now and it never fails to make me laugh slash sad which is that like if we had contact with aliens we would know by now because donald yeah. trump would not be able to keep his big fat mouth shut about anything <laughs> like true. that good point but I told him all the state secrets i think they had to at least he, unless he skipped that briefing he might have skipped it. Maybe he had Ivanka go. Um, Maybe that's why she talks like she has a sexy secret. Oh, <laughs> hey. Um, uh, to Maya Rudolph. <laughs> but I, I think, yeah, I think that I think Queen Elizabeth II could keep a secret. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, she's a good egg. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that was fun. And Nancy only said that we were all winners because she lost. Hey. <laughs> okay. Possibly. <laughs>to talk about the more conspiracy yes. side of aliens and UFOs. Okay, so disclaimer, before we start talking about this, I didn't actually have to do that much research for this episode because 
My husband and I have made it a point to watch every shitty alien conspiracy theory show on Netflix <laughs> and Amazon Prime. So oh I God. am always ready for this. I want to, I have like a list a mile long of things that I want to talk about. Sure. <laughs> um, it's like we always have a Zach Baggins um, yeah. quote. Or for every occasion. Zach Baggins definitely believes in aliens. Let's Fuck yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. Hello. And the aliens know who he is. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's the... There's probably alien ghosts he talks to all the time. Probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, George kind of mentioned Roswell and that whole thing sort of sparking the revival of UFO stuff in the, the 60s. Right. But I am really interested in, like, there are a shit ton of government conspiracy theories that people believe surrounding aliens. Right. Um, and I think one of my favorite ones that is definitely on my list to talk about is Dulce Base. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That I sounds familiar. So Dulce Base is a military base in let me double check the location is it like nevada or arizona yeah 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 it definitely is okay it's an alleged it's not it's not real by the way right. it's they <laughs> i think i recognize the name from the x-files yes yes you oh, would yeah okay okay so it's in New Mexico. It's it's on the Colorado New Mexico border. It's near the town of Dulce, New Mexico, um, and they believe that it is uh, it is an underground facility. Yeah, this is an Archelita Mesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the thing about Dulce Base is that it's like an alien and human like they work together, oh. except for on like the lowest level where humans aren't allowed to go because it's just aliens doing creepy ass terrifying experiments <laughs> on humans no okay that's amazing so i just i don't know why but i just love the idea that people believe that this is real yeah mm -hmm. like they want to be friends crazy. with the aliens really bad they don't they don't though because then they'll oh. take you to that 10th level and I don't know. You'll get your head sewn onto a dog's body or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah this episode, like at this point, we should do like a, just a quick little content warning, though, because a lot of people's weird conspiracy theories and obsessions with aliens involve like creepy, like invasive, harming yeah. procedures and assault right. and stuff. So, yeah, like, yeah. Just a heads um, up, like no, so, yeah. No trigger, baby. trigger warning for real. Also if you're not into bashing conspiracy theories and or you know feminism you should probably go yeah Just what are you doing here why are you here go away <laughs> this is not for you um so yeah yeah total disclaimer you're right nance that um Mostly because I also get a little freaked out. So I was just like, oh, I no, should tell other people. No, I do too. Yeah. I totally do too. Because we're going to talk, there's a, there's a documentary that Nancy and I both watched that we're going to talk about that is creepy as hell. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people who claim to have been abducted by aliens have like weird medical things that they say happen to them. A lot of invasive yeah. like procedures. Um, they have a lot of wounds. 
uh, memory loss. Um, a lot of times it's probably something to do with sleep paralysis, which I think we talked about in our ghost um, episode, but if not, we'll talk it's similar. Yeah. Um, um, and I think probably um, the other thing I want to sort of throw out there is that ch children who claim to have been abducted um, are sometimes just the victims of um, abuse. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Because there is that image of like, you know, the aliens come for you at night when you're in your bed. Right, right. Um, yeah. that's so that's sense. definitely something to throw out there and uh, just say like, you know, we're going to be talking about some creepy shit that is creepy for, I mean, the reasons that you might think, but also just because it is, is fucked up yeah. that this would happen. So, um, yeah, just if, if you think it might be a little too much for you it's totally fine. You can come mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. on our next step. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, um, so yeah, don't say base. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Hiding underground doing those experiments. God. Yeah. And so, so in all of the, in all of the shows that I watch, people talk about this stuff. Like it's real. Like these are like shows that would probably run on like the history channel or TLC. <laughs> discovery right. channel like the people that they interview for these shows and like the people that they talk to like believe 100 percent that this these things are real that everything is a giant conspiracy mm -hmm. and that the government has known about aliens for a long time and that they have a deal with them and that all of this shit like i don't know it it yeah. boggles my mind that people mm -hmm. think that something like that could be covered up for so long mm -hmm. it's so funny yeah. too because those are the same people who complain that the government can't do anything right like which is it people <laughs> like pick yes. one either they're so good they cover up fucking aliens or they're so bad they can't like fix the roads or whatever yeah right. oh oh before we talk about the documentary that we both watched um there was another documentary that i watched on oh, accident yeah. because i thought it was the one that you watched oh, yeah 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 mm -hmm. um and it was called the man who um the man who saw ufos or something like that what a snappy okay. title um but no it was really interesting because it was about this guy um who has like a shit ton of footage of ufos that he has recorded um right. over the past like 20 years or whatever and he um he was just a really interesting guy anyway and you could tell right. that there was a lot of stuff going on in his life and as the documentary went on you kind of learned about his background and what sort of led him to believing that he was seeing ufos and recording them oh, and there's this whole subculture of people who record ufos and mm -hmm. um, interesting. i don't know it was really interesting it was a lot less terrifying than the documentary yeah. the other one yeah so, um, what was going on in his life like what oh so yeah so um eventually you found out that like he he had made a couple of movies um and he had um some money from his dad died in a, a drunk driving incident um oh. he was hit by a drunk driver and he died um oh, and so he had a bunch of money from 
that. And then he, so he made a movie. He was like a horror movie maker, director. Oh, and he was cool. really big on like practical effects and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so he did that for a while. And then um, he, uh, the night that his movie premiered, that he had his movie premiere. Yeah. Um, his brother, he had a joint bank account with his brother. His brother took $128,000 out of their bank account and left oh and he never saw God. his brother again um oh. and so that then also this guy's fiance oh was no. dying of cancer oh my and god he didn't have any money to pay for her treatment and every time oh. he would ask every time he would ask his mom or his brother for help they would ignore him or send him nasty oh letters god. and so eventually his fiance died Oh my god, um, that's awful. Yeah, exactly. So, but you find out all of this stuff, and it was like that was around the time he started seeing UFOs and yeah. documenting them, and it, yeah. it starts to make a, a lot more sense why he's so invested in this yeah thing and getting people to believe this thing. Yeah, that reminds me of something we might have as a oh yeah okay. in the future, but um, it reminds me of um hoarders because yes. hoarders oh. are usually tipped off by a traumatic event and that's what causes them to an obsession okay okay so the the name of the documentary is the curse of the man who sees ufos oh i uh -huh. saw that when i was yeah there. it's a it's a 2016 documentary um and the the man that it's about the subject of the documentary his name is cristo ropolo uh -huh. um and he says that he's been seeing ufos since he was eight Oh, wow. uh, but it seems like it's gotten, you know, yeah. increasingly more and more. And this right. documentary, yeah, it was from 2016, so last year. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, I I also wanted to bring up that I read about um, with our warning about you know sexual in nature. Um, a lot of the cases of people saying they were abducted by aliens back in the 60s and 70s, um, and how a lot of them seem to be erotic or sexual in nature right or um you know sexual violence violent mm -hmm. in nature um a lot of sociologists thought this was a way for people to talk about um the changing norms of the day changing sexual norms of the day without oh, yeah. breaking um uh social mores about what you could talk about so like interracial um, oh okay yeah which i guess gay marriage things like that yeah okay. because the gay, gay marriage or uh, other races is like othering so what's more other than aliens right and if you think about it the first the quote unquote first abductees yeah. barney and betty hill were, were an interracial couple mm -hmm. oh yep. so um but it's funny now because it's flipped uh, now, if you talk about alien abductions or UFOs or things like that, like, you are crazy. Like, people, yeah. well, I mean, it's, you're automatically assumed to be, like, not of your right mind. Yeah, not where, well. Not well. Right. But, um, and I mean, there are a lot of people like Beth, Beth mentioned um, that the man, what was his name, Ripolo? Yeah, Cristo Ripolo. Yeah, like him, you know, there might be other things going along with it, but there are plenty of people out there who have literally nothing wrong with them. They just believe in aliens. So. Right. Yeah, and like, 
yeah i think i think it is um i think the documentary Bess and i watched kind of goes along with her 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 statement about like this is a way for someone who can't talk about something to talk about it mm-hmm. and also it can be like the canary in the coal mine for yeah other problems it's, like other mental problems yeah, mental illnesses exactly. and things like that actually right. so i was thinking yeah. with that specific documentary you know mm-hmm. yeah and so it's just it's a flag for help but like in our society there's like it's so sad that it's more okay to talk about being abducted than it is to talk about something that actually happened to you like you know like like assault or abuse by like a parent or spouse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right like it's more okay for you to just walk around saying like i got abducted and people be like you're crazy but if you they won't stop you from saying it yeah if you come forward and say you're abused then everyone wants you to stop talking right yeah like yeah yep so yeah and like uh Okay, I guess I, I guess we'll get into this documentary because mm-hmm. I, I have a lot written up. So I found Ooh. this documentary because I was just scrolling through and Netflix suggested it to me because Netflix knows I have really messed up taste in stuff. Um, <laughs> not messed up. Let's say eclectic. I have eclectic <laughs> taste in viewing material. So it's a netflix documentary and it's about well it's not done by netflix but it's a documentary that's on there right now um it's about stan romanek he's this man who's been yeah he's a real piece of work so in this documentary they put together like it's really interesting the format of it like listeners if you get to watch it you you and and you're okay with the content you should because the way and best i actually really didn't i didn't like how they formatted it no that's what i'm saying like i find it really interesting but like in a not great way like i disliked it too but i found it very um if you're susceptible to that stuff very powerful it was very i thought it was very leading like yeah. um, the way that they edited yeah. it and the way that the filmmakers, the decisions that the filmmakers made um, with the rhetorical questions they interspersed and the way They're that they cut believers. it. Yeah, They're and they clearly believers. believe this man. And I that just really sat wrong with me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It, it, Absolutely. It left a really bad taste in my mouth. And <laughs> the documentary itself was already like creepy enough yeah because this guy is real creepy um i have some stuff that i found out about this guy bt dubs yeah Yeah. later yeah and like the the other thing that made it um unsettling i think one of the things about the formatting is there's no narrator no everything's just being presented with Hmm. like written titles on the screen so that adds and then it just says music and then it has interviews with people but Hmm. it's this really like unseen person and it's kind of creepy like you're like Uh who's telling me all this information yeah but that's the reason that it makes it so um bad for people who are already susceptible because you're just like your imagination can go crazy yeah okay so basically they do a bunch of different types of evidence and they stack it all together so this guy's from colorado or lives in colorado that's where this all happened 
And so they start the story with the first time he sees an unidentified flying object and he records it with his camcorder because it's like 2000, right? It's really <laughs> early. It's like the early 2000s. And so you find out that he had just met his future wife. Yes. Um, they had just started dating. And she's important to this because she... Okay, so anyway, <laughs> just to throw that out there. So mm. he is says he's out there to um, just record what his neighborhood looks like. Because this is back before, like, Instagram and social media and stuff. So the only way he can do it is use a camcorder and record where he lives so he can send it to her in a care package because she lives in, like, Kansas or something. Anyway, so he is out recording randomly on this day to just like send this movie to her and he happens to see an unidentified well object. Th was the first time was he was driving to see her i think and then he saw something skirting power lines oh, so he had his saying. camcorder with him probably she records some sexy times when they were together or some shit but um he had his camcorder with him and so he took it he stopped he pulled over and took out his camcorder to record it oh i see that's the other thing about no narrator or explanation like i had no idea from watching that what Pro you tip said i you was amateur documentary maker i was really <laughs> confused but i think that's the point is they were trying to create confusion so that you would be like oh okay whatever they oh, yeah. say yeah i think so unsurprising so that happens and then at some point in this like series of interviews they like interspersed his interviews with interviews with his wife with interviews of people who believe in him including like his psychologist which yeah. i think is real dangerous bt dubs it yeah. was really weird too because i was trying his credentials and the credentials of the physicist they interviewed yeah i was like these don't seem like they like they seem like old wackos who are like retired like they're yeah. not really that credentialed anymore mm -hmm. and so right. they interview his wife and one of the things she said that really stuck out to me or uh, between the two of them was that him saying or her saying that he didn't really believe in aliens until he talked to her which sounds fake to me because yeah no she said that like she was the real believer in their relationship and then he showed her this thing and he was thinking about it more and more and then he got abducted yeah and oh, then no. he believed oh no. yeah yeah oh, that's no. not i don't find that real that has all. bad connotations oh no okay so then they get married oh no right and so she comes to live with him and okay there's a number of things that stood out that God. one of them was the thing with his leg so yeah. he gets abducted and when he got abducted, he claims there was something wrong with his well, his leg. There was right? something. So he broke his knee somehow. He fell off of a ladder or something, and he broke his knee. He had a pin in his knee. He was going to have to have surgery. Right. He got abducted, and they healed his knee, and they took out the pin, and he didn't have his knee brace okay. anymore. Um, and when he called his doctor the next day to be like, I don't need surgery anymore. The doctor yeah. was like, listen, yes, you do. Like, you're afraid, whatever. And he was like, no, for real, I don't need surgery anymore. And then, like, it was corroborated because he went to the ER to uh, yeah. get it checked out and his knee was fine. 
and he they found what? his knee brace in the yard and it was like melted what yeah some weird shit that doesn't add up at all okay and then so that happened and that stood out to me because i was like there's so many elements of this that things like, happen so much like how mostly my question was how is this being faked like at what point is this being yeah. faked is what i was yeah. wondering because i was yeah. very sure i was like this is very elaborate and it's concerning but what point is being faked like, right well and then i mean yeah the medical stuff was the most interesting to me because the other stuff it was obvious that that was being faked right like there was a lot of stuff with video footage and pictures that was being faked or taken out of context and weird um but right. like yeah it was the medical stuff that really stuck out to me too um, right so like what like mm -hmm. anyway so then the other thing that stuck out to me was that he was like showing up okay so he would get abducted and he'd come back with lots of injuries yeah so that was concerning because that means he's hurting himself purposely or because yeah. he's well, not really being abducted my whole thing here is if she's the true believer in the relationship it's just a cover for abuse no and i mean I didn't, that's what I was getting to because, okay, so, well, hold that thought, Jordan, <laughs> okay. hold that thought. Pretend Are I you going to talk that. about the other lady? Oh yeah, that was the next thing I was going to talk about. Okay, so they're married and this goes on. And so basically his new plot that he starts spinning is that when he is abducted by the aliens, they take his sperm and he's been abducted with this other woman and oh, this they get abducted woman. together every time yes and so they have alien baby children yeah. together and then he finds finds quote unquote this, this other woman this other woman in real life and so basically they interview the wife and he he basically humiliated her by spending all this time with this other woman Ooh. like blatantly and using the abduction as an excuse to just like openly cheat on his wife is what I was getting from it. The story he was spinning was, well, we just have this powerful connection because we've been abducted together and his poor Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Not so bright wife is like, Oh yeah, that's definitely what it is. Like, oh. like I was really upset about it at first, but then I just kind of, realized yeah. their connection yeah. and yeah right, it was exactly. really well it also makes me wonder if um like we were saying with the social norms if this was their way of like introducing a new person to their partnership no I'm just saying if it's like it, it's probably this creepy ass dick who decided he wanted a mistress whatever I mean, I get what you're saying, George. Like, if if you I didn't are, watch a documentary, so if you are yeah. trying to find a way to explain polyamorous yeah. feelings, yeah, yeah, that's true. People go okay, do that. but yeah. this guy, this not so a bunch much. of other shit. Yeah. So yeah. then there's this weird thing where his he keeps. Well, first of all, there's the there's phone calls. So oh, this weird electronic sounding British woman's voice calls the house and she calls him Starseed like he's Whoa. special or chosen. And she talks to him for hours. She calls him what? Starseed. Starseed. 
like he's a special chosen person and i honestly i think it was the other woman but like with a voice like oh yeah or like it could have been well yeah it was before vocaloids but it Um, it could have easily been like a computer generated voice yeah that was the other thing it sounded exactly what it sounded like yeah exactly so that's weird and fucked up and that can't be real so like this is what i'm saying like elaborate this is super yeah it's super elaborate the videos that he shows of like there's one that's especially famous it's called the boo video yeah um and it's he thought he actually says that he thought there was like a peeping tom in the neighborhood because they had just recently moved and then um was it him well no (laughs) yeah okay hold that thought okay one of his uh like friends or people who were like in local law enforcement or something were like why don't you set up your camcorder at the window um and and then just like wait see who you know if anyone shows up and so that he's got this video and then it's the it's the empty window and then all of a sudden you see like an alien head pop up okay and then like go back down and it's like very stereotypical like the grays the Mm -hmm. the the alien that you think like you know with the the um, emoji the emoji yeah the alien alien. emoji face it's like that and then um later in the video which is not that much longer he because he comes back out and he's like what the fuck is that and then he swings the video over and in the doorway you see this alien figure like stop and then like slowly retreat and it's just it's super creepy because it's black and white you know it's super um, creepy in the sense also that you know it's fake and so you're really freaked yeah. out by the fact that somebody is doing this and taking all this work to do this yeah. because yeah. like a debunking group was like oh yeah it took us 90 bucks to imitate recreate that right mm-hmm. 90 bucks and like supplies mm-hmm. and yeah. so i spent the whole time being like what the fuck is this like why <laughs> is he doing this it's so right creepy. that is creepy and so, so- then they start talking about they interview him and they ask him about his childhood and his background and like what's the deal with him and like this is later in the documentary so you're hearing all of this evidence quote unquote and so interspersed are all of these personal things where i go red flag red flag (laughs) yeah so he um had a really really rough childhood he was in a neighborhood that was not safe he kind of alludes to being beat up a lot as a kid gang activity gang activity so there's the first red flag he like kids who are victims of violence in childhood are and in young adulthood are probably going to perpetrate violence themselves or at least have like Mm -hmm. ptsd or like Mm -hmm. weird issues not weird but issues Mm -hmm. and the second thing that you find out is that he doesn't work he's on disability Mm. which is nothing inherently wrong with that but you know it's kind of like a setting tipping point like the other man in the other documentaries really tragic life stuff yeah like if he's disabled and can't work and he really feels like you know all of these delusions he has about himself about being so like oh i had a bunch of alien children and i'm having sex with this other woman and like I'm so brave and special. And yeah. Like, he he has this yeah. really old school view of like manhood 
where he has to be important well, and stuff and, and whatever. Right. And then the fact that he can't work and he's on disability. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. And so he feels really like this is characteristic of this type of personality. Like he's going to act out because he can't be this stereotypical man that he wants to be. And his wife being so gullible also fits oh, yeah. that. Because he wants someone who's going to look to him for like everything and yeah. oh my gosh he's chosen he has this purpose on yeah. earth like yeah. she yeah. literally says that she does it sounds it sounds like the beginning of a cult to me right right and so then the other thing that was a real warning sign for me was also well you know um was how we didn't know he had stepkids until like really late in the document no that was a really big That's red flag for me especially with was something important to mention <laughs> especially right. with what you find out at the very end right and so then there's the other thing that was really annoying which is that he has a bunch of groupies yes especially when he there's this that is a cult that, this is a cult right so there's this really great incident that illustrates that which is his his alien baby girl children start appearing everywhere and yeah. like talking to him and stuff and like calling him on the phone and like one time he gets a picture quote unquote yeah. of this girl and everyone who's at his birthday party who's also an alien enthusiast is like let's let's see the picture we want to see the picture yeah and they look at it and then they're like all of them say like and then the next second it was gone i'm like he fucking deleted it and yeah they're like the picture it. before and the picture after it were still there but the picture was gone what? right that's how digital cameras work <laughs> so he like lied to them and they had to believe him and because they're crazy yeah and so, so yeah he's just a super unsettling dude like every time i don't know if you notice this no possibly. yeah but like when you he's being interviewed he has this like glassy eyed look yeah that makes him look like he's either like not well or he's just like bored yeah or he looks like he's really amused and yeah. that's really unsettling like so murky yeah like yeah. the stuff with all of the like the stuff with all of the alien kids and like everything like that kind of like it really upset me, especially because, so after I started watching this documentary, I was like, like in the middle of me watching it, I was like, I want to know more about this guy. And I Googled him. And so the, first, the, same the first thing that came up was this thing that you find out at the very end of the interview of the documentary, which is that yeah. he was charged with um, child pornography. Um, yeah, possession of possession of, child, of, of lots and lots of child pornography, and his court date is actually at the end of this month. Oh my god! Um, he's getting a court a jury trial. Um, but oh. so that's weird. Yeah. So doesn't a bunch of stuff happen to his computer and his tech in the documentary? Like he talks um, about like his stuff being like yeah, is he making the noises. The child well, okay. So this was what this was one of the really big things about this documentary that I did not like, which was at the end they're like, okay, so he was charged. It's disgusting. He was it's charged disgusting. with child pornography, and then they're like, but take a look at this. And it's all of these headlines from um, a few years ago when there was that computer virus going around that would download child pornography onto your computer. Really? Yes. Yeah, there really was. It, it's a, okay. it's a legitimate thing that happened. I, it. I understand. Yeah. And they kind of are like, 
implying that that's what happened and he's being wrongly charged. But when, when you watch the documentary and you see the way he describes his alien children, like laying on his lap and like all these things, like it fucking creeped me out. And I knew, and I knew about it before we got to that part. And so it just made me feel sick when he was talking about that. That's so, yeah. He would be like this beautiful little girl and, all these oh, things, and I'm just oh like, God. Oh. oh, God. Yeah, oh God. and the fact that he was paranoid that his child would have a peeping Tom looking at her. Exactly. Go, oh. Like, what kind of father thinks that? His like, stepchild. His dubs. Yeah, and yeah. that's even I don't think they have biological children. I think I, yeah, that they're upsetting. just his stepchildren, well, and you it, don't it find that out. like this weird alien ruse hoax was a way for him to express and maybe brag about it without anyone suspecting right yeah yeah because because people who are like that love control and Mm -hmm. they love bragging and he wants to get back his macho feeling so he's just like look at this thing that i've done like they cannot keep it to themselves like it's not fun unless they can have also, it as like a secret or also, if they can brag to people if, if he had really accidentally clicked on that that virus link don't you think he would have maybe thrown that computer away if he couldn't get rid of the child pornography or like yeah, burned it not, yeah that's not what innocent people do like oh it was just there ago. the government the government is that's the thing that they all said is they were like the government is trying to frame mm-hmm. him that's what because they know yeah he's getting too close to the truth exactly yeah that's what yeah and like so i was thinking also along the lines of like um this being spousal abuse as well yeah, yeah. because I looked up like um, what constitutes as like abuse and stuff because I know there's a list of signs and like Mm -hmm. he's manipulative so he Mm -hmm. does all this weird stuff and he like and it terrifies his wife because she doesn't like she's like gullible but she's also concerned about somebody going all these lengths to manipulate her. Yeah. um, he's really unpredictable because he'll just disappear yeah. for no reason mm-hmm. and for hours at a time. And then claim that he came back, he like was delivered back to their bedroom and she's out looking for him. So she has no way to verify. Mm-hmm. Right. So he just yeah. disappears and doesn't say anything. Um, he humiliated her by flirting and having an affair with that woman like right in front of her. Mm-hmm. So the humiliation part is yeah, like a piece of it. Yeah. Um, he has a history of violence in his life like from his early years but also the fact that he hurt himself yeah that was really troubling like so he there's this one part where he like has these like three or like four or five dots on his leg or something and i when i saw the picture i was like those look like cigarette burns yeah like he burnt himself with cigarettes and like the doctor was apparently like well they don't look like bug bites i don't blah 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 but it looked like cigarette burns and they were it was doctor yeah i know right who knows well the doctor would have probably never been the first to guess like i think you burnt yourself with a cigarette on right Mm -hmm. yeah right and so then like uh he also created a story where he is a savior within her belief system so why would she try to leave him literally right like the beginning of a cult yeah like okay all right that's Um, cool (laughs) that it says that uh oh i wrote that um i found out that many people who believe they've been abducted by aliens have brain patterns associated with trauma or brain damage 
Mm. Yeah. So it's possible. And I like, this is a disclaimer. Like, I don't know what his disability is. I don't know for sure how violence in his childhood happened, but it's quite possible. He has some brain damage of some kind. And so that could be like, that doesn't excuse abuse at all. No. But right. a piece of this could be actual like brain damage. Right. And then of course, if he's if he's engaging in child pornography, there's a very good chance that he's a, there's like, zero excuse for that. I mean, there's well, no right. excuse, but there's a very good chance he's abusive to other people. Like yes. there's oh, no way oh, yes, that he yes. doesn't yes. like especially if he hits himself so much, like the whole side of his face is swollen. Yeah. Like I'm talking like he beats the crap out of himself. Yeah. Speaking of brain waves. <laughs> I found an article in the Hawaii Tribune Herald um, from a number of years ago, but apparently there's a neuro um, a neurologist, a specialist there who works uh-huh. with victims of alien abductions. Yes. Um, and he treats people who complain of chronic pain after alien abductions or experimentation. Um, and I mean, it was, it was, it had like, a nice the doctor was saying you know i don't judge these people i don't like tell them they're wrong or anything right. i just work with them to try and get rid of this pain because this pain whether it's psychological or physical real you know i yeah. i don't want my patients to be in pain <clears throat> yes but he said that um he did notice a pattern across some of his patients yeah. that there was an unnormal abnormal activity in their parietal lobe Hmm. Um, which controls the process of, I'm reading this from online, obviously, um, of visual and auditory input into higher thinking. Okay. So it, I mean, I, I'm not a neurologist. I don't know what that means, but I mean, a good, a good supposition is that they had a waking nightmare or they had a night terror or something, you know, physical abuse, any of the things we've listed that, you know, are that alien abductions are covered for our covers for um affects affected their brain in that way because we know that abuse and um, neglect physically changes people's brains so does depression so does anxiety things like that so it's not an unusual occurrence that people might take it to be because lots of his pain (laughs) one of the quotes was He's like, I have a lot of patients who ask me if they can see the transmitter that the aliens have implanted in their brains. And he's like, <laughs> no, but I can see your brain. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he gives them that reassurance as well, that there is no alien transmitter in their brain, trans, tra- like sending signals or like the X-Files. So that right, was yeah. an interesting other piece of the puzzle as the aftermath of what's, you know, that's another piece of the puzzle to figure out. Yeah. What's really well, going on in their life and Right. So it sounds like they are incorrectly process like their brain is incorrectly processing um signals it's getting from their eyes or their ears, mm-hmm. like from yeah. their senses. Mm-hmm. And like cause it's the go between to their higher thinking. Yeah. So it's incorrectly understanding mm-hmm. like those what's dots, happened those dots over there in the sky are just stars they're not right like, yeah. right or like you know that red floating orb is mars yeah like yeah yeah um and then i watched i watched a documentary as well I've, I've seen two documentaries one i saw a couple of years ago on the other end of you guys you guys watched the creepy aesthetic 
um, you know, artistic quote unquote documentary. Yes, um, yes, we did. <laughs> uh, I watched one that was still kind of pseudoscience, but more believable. It was a Nat National Geographic Channel documentary called, mm -hmm. uh, it's a series of theirs. It's called The Truth Behind Blank. And this was the oh, yeah. Behind mm -hmm. UFOs. I'm sure you've watched it, Bess. I have. <laughs> so there were a lot of interesting things in there. Um, they did a huge amount of debunking, which made me very happy. They talked about um, different uh, government and aerial um, equipment that's used in flying fighter jets and flying commercial jets, yeah. why there's so much of that over it's because Roswell is an Air Force, like it's a base. There's yeah, an Air, there was an Air it's Force. It's a military base, base. Yeah. Like, of course, there's going to be, you know, and the old thing where, like, any advanced technology that someone doesn't recognize, they will take that for magic or for aliens. Mm -hmm, so, right. you didn't know what it was, then you would assume that it's it's an unidentified flying object. Just like the funniest part was when they did this thing in Connecticut where these guys built this drone and this documentary was produced in 2011. So drones weren't a huge thing yet. These oh, guys, I, I know about them. Yeah. Um, they built this drone in their garage and they flew yeah, it's, over their tiny little Connecticut town and freaked the crap out of everyone. Yeah. It recently, it was more recent though. Oh, oh and it was okay. like, and they were actually members of MUFON which yeah. is the Mutual UFO Network, um, which is a national organization that investigates UFO sightings. Mm -hmm. um, like, I'm not even shitting you though, but they're actually really interesting and like scientific about it because yeah. people will send them pictures and they'll be like, well, you know, 99% of the time we can figure out what it is. Like it's a bug flying too close to the camera mm -hmm. or there was one uh, part where they were talking about like, it was like somebody had sent them this picture and it was like they had taken, they had taken a picture of a picture and it was like this staple in the corner. So like, yeah, so it was them. They, they did that. They made this yeah. hoax to see how quickly it would get back to them. Yeah, and they and they wanted they're like, you know, one of our goals is to, you know, educate people on what is a hoax and what is not because yeah. you know, nobody likes to be taken for a fool, nobody likes to be fooled like that. So, um, I mean, That's now awesome. drones are like everywhere. Everyone knows what a and drone is. What it's really like. easy to hack one, hack right. a quadcopter with or, like LEDs or build one apparently. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like if you cuz they take an existing quadcopter and they put a shit ton of LEDs, remote controlled LEDs on there. Mm -hmm. And it looked like a UFO. And yep. from the and footage, you can, send, you can send Morse code signals to people so they freak out more. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so they only interviewed men. There was yeah. a single woman Ooh. interviewed in that show. It was very strange. Like there was a woman in the background because they had a group of it's a bunch of neck beards. They only know one woman. Of ufologists. Ufologists, yes. There was a. They followed a group of ufologists into neck the mailbox. Yes, they. One of them was wearing a fedora and a very long trench coat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh man, neck beard ufologist sounds like Dude, a band name. I Copy thought I was ass. a walking stereotype. <laughs> Copyright TM. Neckbeard ufologist, we need that band name. That's yeah. our um that's actually that's our all girl uh yes. punk rock 
Yes. 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 Screamo band yes. is a weird ufologist. Alternately, our roller derby team name. Ooh. Yes. Yep. We wear trench um, coats before every bout. Yeah. <laughs> and we're wearing hot pink bikinis underneath. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, or whatever choice of swimwear we choose. We don't discriminate in the neckbeard ufologists. Um, Contrary to our name. Yes. <laughs> um, so they follow this group of ufologists into Roswell and they're set up camp. And the guy's like, they like catch one on camera. And he's like, I, I know that there are flares, but I've never seen one act like that. Because it like, it, he sounded like Zach Baggins. On a scale yeah. of Zach Baggins, he was a Zach Baggins. George, we watched the same documentary. Yes, yes, yes it's great. Um, and then I was scanning, I went to Nat Geo's um, website and I looked at their other behind, or the truth behind, because it's a series. And they do one on lots of other topics, but it also made me realize that there are a lot of ancient structures that many, 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 many people believe we're built. Okay, by I aliens. have a lot of shit to say. Listen, about that. listen, <laughs> we're gonna have a whole episode on ancient aliens, okay? <laughs> we are going to take our second little music break here. Woo! Um, so, all right. Hope you enjoy these tunes. <laughs> game for us to play yes a game all right so this game is lovingly stolen from me and one of me and Bess's favorite podcasts called I don't even own a television and if you like to hear people talk about really bad books you should go listen to them because they're awesome yes um this is a game they play called what would they do <laughs> um so what would they do is basically where we take somebody who we've maybe mentioned in this episode and we give a fake scenario or i give a fake scenario and you both have to tell me what you think they would do in that proposed <laughs> scenario all right yeah. so um the man who saw the ufos in the sky over japan right? yes. yeah that's who we're mm -hmm. working with okay okay, okay. so okay. your boy Great. leonard stringfield <laughs> my man <laughs> my man <laughs> he presumably was not alive when this <laughs> debuted but i could be wrong but he watches the pilot of the x-files uh, yeah he reacts oh my god i think he would i mean i'm assuming he would be super super old like in the <laughs> hundreds at this point yeah so i'm gonna guess that he would think it was a documentary <laughs> love and it and instantly fall in love with scully oh yeah i mean everyone does that and then Mulder, yeah. to and a then Mulder. greater or lesser extent God. would yeah. he write fan fiction yes yes okay yes. that's that's the answer i was um, looking for 
if I think, I think he would also publish some kind of op-ed. Yes. Like, being like, <laughs> listeners, viewers, send me your experiences. You are valid. Look at this show. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Okay. All right. So, okay, the scenario is an actual extraterrestrial (laughs) listens to our podcast episode. What do they do? What kind of extraterrestrial? Is it one of the greys? Is it one of the Nordics? The greens? Yeah, it's one of the ones that can make itself look like a person. The Nordics! Yeah. Which we didn't even talk about in this episode, but anyway. They'd be like... Just go look it up. If they look, if they listen to one of our so, podcasts, like episodes, one of our episodes or this episode specifically, I guess this episode specifically. Okay, yes. they'd be like, "Shit, they're onto us!" <laughs> sure, sure. Jump on their spaceship and fly away. I mean, I feel like they would probably think that we were real weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's and true. I don't think they would see us as a threat or anything because, like, no. we've been saying this whole time that we don't. Believe. think they're here right so i mean maybe they get a good chuckle out of how dumb we are i don't know maybe yeah um or they'd feel mildly embarrassed for us right yeah <laughs> i um, feel mildly embarrassed for us sometimes. <laughs> it makes me it makes me think of all of those uh tumblr posts about like alien anthropologists talking about humans yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, absolutely. I feel like it would be something like that where they would just be like, "Aw, they talk about us. <laughs> They're so wrong uh. about everything." <laughs> uh, um, All right, last last one. Okay. Um, oh, I know. Okay, a Puritan <laughs> who is given the choice between killing an alien or burning a witch. Which one would they do? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Well, is the alien visibly male? Oh, um, that's an, a valid is question. It um, it's it looks is like it a gray. It oh, looks it's like a gray. gray. Yeah. So there's like no visible genitalia. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, let's go. With okay, that. I feel like the Puritan would think it was a demon. Yes. Ooh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't think that, like, it would be like a catch twenty two. Like they would be like, oh shit. I need to burn this witch, but also cast out this demon. Like, I hate women, but I'm afraid of demons. I feel like they would try to go for like a two for one. Like they would burn the witch. And while they were burning the witch, they would read a bunch of Bible passages in the hopes of exercising the demon. I was going to say, they would think that the witch summoned this demon. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Get rid of this demon is by burning the witch. So they just keep burning their witches and, you know. You always got to find a way to kill women, you know. Listen, it's like synergy. Yeah, we just play play. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's any way, I'm gonna say that George won that right. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Synergy. <laughs> oh no! Oh All right, God. well you you both win because those are losers. And now we're gonna move into George's bullshit scale. So remind us what that is, George. Sure. So um, I will go over some of the highlights of our episode or perhaps lowlights depending on <laughs> your proclivities and nancy and Bess will and myself 
we'll rate um, them on a scale. And I mean, the scale is going to change based on the question I ask. So get ready. All right. I'm so ready. ready. So my first question is, aliens have been visiting us since time immemorial on a scale of zero to ten. zero to ten. How fake is that? Ten being ten. fake. <laughs> like ten. Mean, mean girls. Oh, fake. it's a definite ten. Okay. It's a ten. Like I'm giving it a full ten. Like there's no, no way. <laughs> Ditto. Yeah, full ten. It's just garbage. Aliens. <laughs> will destroy us in the future zero to uh every single garbage movie alien invasion <laughs> involving tom cruise ever <laughs> okay so i'm gonna put it somewhere at like an eight because i'm honestly with carl sagan in that mm -hmm. i think we'll destroy ourselves before Oh, I was just going to say that. Discovered okay. and destroyed by any alien civilizations oh, at all. Like, I yeah. am of the belief that, like, human beings are our own worst enemy and that if we don't get into space exploration, mm -hmm. we're just going to, like, nuke each Wreck other. Our shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I am going to give it a, a little bit lower rating only because we have been transmitting for so long and also because there's always a chance that the aliens who come here are like are like microbes like they're mm -hmm. low levels of life mm -hmm. and so maybe they will kill us because they like give us all an illness and we all die yeah oh yeah, yeah. i just God, thought of that fancy. too like that seems like pretty... what if yeah like it, if like they might kill us or... but it, it yeah. could be unintentional obviously I mean, right that would you know be... In a, in a fit of irony from War of the Worlds, that would be <laughs> yeah, right? very sad. Yeah, so I would think that that's the only way in like within our lifetime or maybe the children of the next generation's lifetime that could happen like conceivably. But I don't think actual like humanoid or like larger order I creature say, is going to arrive and destroy the us scale, soon. The scale is micro microbe size to independence day That's <laughs> oh yeah. nice yeah, yeah then i guess then i'll go lower i'll go to about a five okay. yeah because five. i i'm also in agreement with best to be clear that like if we don't fear global warming the fuck out we're all we're all done sure. like we're done before anything comes to kill us right well we just yeah. hope that we have to hope that they have mercy on our computers and our ais when they find Aww. them i know poor siri um, I, <laughs> I i'm gonna be the hope i mean not hopeful the not realistic one and not put my i'll put myself in the negative of this scale because <laughs> i think we'll be fine i think we're gonna meet the aliens and we'll be bros and it'll be chill it'll be cool yeah we could have the vulcans yes hope springs eternal um yeah as soon as we can uh go to starfleet academy it's happening so a star trek that's for for another podcast yes yes um but that wraps up my bullshit scale so we're gonna now give you guys some recommendations of stuff that we think you would enjoy um i have a couple but i'm only gonna say one this time we'll go around and each say like one thing 
Um, but I will be posting a full list of Bess's alien <laughs> conspiracy theory recommendations to our yes. Facebook page. Um, so, but the one thing that I'm going to recommend right now is um, a shout out to one of uh, Nancy's and my favorite podcasts, um, Ono, Ross and Carrie yeah. on the Maximum Fun Network is doing a summer of UFOs right now um their most recent episodes and all of their other episodes this summer are about them going to different ufo conferences all over the united states the most uh most recent ones involving the ufo conference was they went to the uh conference of ufos in the ozarks um so yeah so definitely go check them out they've got some great stuff um their episodes on the railians is really good um There, so yeah, definitely. If you're interested in this kind of thing and the kind of people who believe in this stuff, go listen to Ona Ross and Carrie. Nice. Um, I'm gonna recommend. Uh, we've mentioned the U.S. military um, uh, quite a few times in this episode, especially Roswell and the f- fake Dolce base, Fort Dolce, um, or whatever, or whatever. Dolce base. That's it. It's not a real place, so what does it matter <laughs> if I say it right or not? I'm sorry. Okay, um, I'm going to recommend everyone go read Drift, The Unmooring of American Mil- Military Power by Rachel Maddow, um, because it's a really good brief history of the American military and sort of how we went from when our country was founded and like what the founding fathers felt about the military and by that token guns to where we are now and why we're in the military situations or non-situations that we're in and i think it really highlights all of the actual things the military is doing that are not okay and none of those things can can um include aliens and we really shouldn't be distracted by aliens and we should pay attention to what the military is actually doing um so that's my rec <laughs> very Sweet. real uh, my recommendation is uh, a little bit related. Uh, I just had a fun time researching it. So our friend um, Stringfield, Leonard Stringfield, uh, and the lightning, I went on NOAA's website, the National Oceanic and Aeronautic Administration, and they had a great uh, article about um, lightning safety and different kinds of lightnings and the really fascinating science behind it. And I think it would be nice. People a really great idea of how um, complex our atmospheric science can be, and I think yeah. it gives a good peek behind the curtain of like why all these sightings happen and stuff like that. It's just good science. Awesome. Also, as a tip, um, if you think something is weird and there's unexplained bruising or weird stories that don't mm. match up as a public health announcement please look into the signs of abuse in mm-hmm. um, people mm-hmm. um you know there's tip lines that will tell you how to help the person how to counsel you if it affects you somehow like please 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 don't let someone suffer in silence or like someone else get away with lying and being abusive so please go out check there are resources safe resources out there um, for that here is the part where we would normally tell you all of the places to contact us but we actually got an email from a listener and we're very excited about it yay so um we're gonna go ahead and read this email i'm gonna read it and then we're gonna um respond to it a little bit so this email uh is from zoe uh 
And she says, hello friends. I am currently studying aerospace engineering primarily because of my fascination and love of space exploration. We hope Ooh. you liked this episode then, Zoe. Um, <laughs> this being said, my best friend and her mother don't believe in the moon landing. It never really comes up in conversation, but it still bothers me so much that their family is so adamantly against facts. I know you all aren't an advice podcast, but since this was relevant to your last pod, I was thinking you might have some idea of how to talk about this. Thanks, Zoe. Well, first of all, thank you for the email, Zoe. You sound amazing because aerospace engineering is sweet. That's what astronauts do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, basically. That's, that's super cool. Woo! Zoe ladies, is real life Starfleet. I was ladies, just gonna say lady, lady scientists. Yes. Um, so thank you. Hello, Zoe. Um I love reading advice columns. So um, <laughs> I I don't know if my advice is great, but I do know I love receiving advice from people. So I can do our best. I would say um like from a psych perspective, like we talked about last week with ghosts. Um, oh, last week was Earth, my bad. Um, Two weeks ago. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, last pod. Yeah, last pod. When we, when people have a really uh, set worldview, they're gonna try to take whatever information or criticism you give them and make it fit their worldview. Um, and it's hard, especially if it's people that you really care about which it sounds like you do um uh i know from like familial stuff and maybe acquaintances of mine like when somebody really just doesn't believe science it gets really frustrating because science has like a methodical way of proving things and so you're just looking at this person you really care about care about and you're just like why don't you believe facts <laughs> so i get it i i totally sympathize um so you might just want to, um, you know, kind of ask them le like probing questions like, you know, why, why do you think that? Or could you tell me more? Or like, you know, and it sounds a little bit therapy like, but it sort of is because that's why therapists do it is they want to elicit like more information. And I mean, maybe getting a better understanding of why they feel that there's no moon landing will help you be more at peace with it um because my my thinking is that you're not going to change their mind necessarily right. but if you can feel more understanding and compassion towards why they feel that way then you might be able to handle it better um because i think it really is an emotional thing because like facts always exist but how people choose to feel about facts and how they choose to tell themselves stories is like all in the realm of not facts. So, and is, as we illustrated previously, more powerful than science and facts come yeah. up. Right. And also yeah. it sounds like, I mean, maybe you want to like, I, I never ever want to say like drop somebody from your life at all. Like never, except if they're like abusive bad or whatever, or abusive or damaging. But yeah. if it's just a friendship, you know, maybe like not don't hang out with her, but maybe find yourself a group of like-minded lady scientists you can hang out and and talk about your research with to, or talk about your balance. Yeah, talk about your life. Like someone who knows the land moon landing is real and knows, you know, that 
gravity is real and Granted, science. That's a big percent of the population, so <laughs> and, not too intimidating. And and that, and that evolution is real and all that. So like maybe maybe what you also need to look for is like and someone can, else to feel comfortable with. And that can be online too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tumblr is a great place to find people like that. Um, yeah, my advice would definitely be along the same lines as Nancy's. Like, unfortunately, as much as you want to, because you care about them so much, you're probably not going to change their minds just by telling them the facts about the moon landing. Because, I mean, and I think you kind of got this from our last episode about flat earthers, but people are going to believe what they want to believe regardless of facts. And, um, and, and it, it can be really frustrating um, because this person you, you care about, you said it doesn't come up in conversation, um, but it, it is something that you seemingly think about a lot and it bothers you. So I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Nancy and, and George. I think you should st maybe start, um, if, you're, if you're in school for aerospace engineering like you know start a club or find a find a club of awesome lady aerospace engineers and just fucking have some people to talk to about that and that way you can go to your best friend for you know your emotional needs or you can go to her yeah. to talk about other things that are important to you but you don't have yeah. to keep worrying about the fact that she doesn't believe that the moon landing was real and and it seems like this is probably really hard for you, especially because of your field of study. Yeah. And that's completely understandable. You know, yeah. you, you live, you know, you sleep, eat and breathe aerospace engineering. You know, if you think about space all the time, yeah, it's hard to be around someone who doesn't think that we have gone there. Yeah. So yeah, we're totally with you on that. Yeah. I would just jump in because I had a thought. Um, you could also think about if there's an opportunity for you to like volunteer in schools, like that could be really rewarding to talk to kids about what you do. So, you know, like a future generation of kids that you helped won't think that the moon landing was faked. Like you'll be able to inspire people because like a lot of times people start believing false things really young. Yeah. And so like if you feel like you're positively impacting the future generations you know like george teaches kids about climate change like she's impacting future generations to have good scientific thinking so. i try i know that's assuming that they're gonna have a, a a climate to work with this is fair true also but still um, <laughs> not to not to undermine your efforts george you're doing a great job thank you uh i i'm doing my best um uh yeah i would say that um, I run into this sometimes when, um, you know, I meet someone who's a climate change denier or someone mm. who doesn't think it's a big deal or just in general kind of scoff at, um, you know, something, I mean, anyone, when you run into someone who kind of like thumbs their nose at something you're very passionate about, it's very enraging and upsetting and it can hurt even worse when it comes from someone close to you. But, um, I mean, this, this, you don't have to forgive them. You don't have to be okay with it. Um, but I generally think, you know, the world is moving on and moving upward and, it, and, and becoming a better place despite you. And 
it, yeah. I mean, it might not look like that right now, but I firmly <laughs> believe it is. And I firmly yeah. believe that Zoe, whatever work you're doing to be an aerospace engineer is going to revolutionize everything. So yeah, yeah, bad it. Yeah, yeah. don't let them see get it, life. girl. <laughs> we gotta go to Mars, Zoe. You're gonna yeah, really. get us there. Do it. No pressure. <laughs> no, all pressure. <laughs> All the pressure, <laughs> Zoe. Get us to Mars. Get the fuck out of here. All of Starfleet is resting on your shoulders, Zoe. Get me and my cats to PS9 pronto. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for writing yes. us, Zoe. And we yeah. hope that um, we hope that this is not the last email we get from one of our listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach out and contact us, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. You can hit us up by email like Zoe did at uh, the triple hoax at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook or send us a message on Facebook. Um, we're the triple host podcast. Hit us up on Tumblr at the triple podcast. Wow. The triple or you can uh, find us on Twitter at, at the triple hoax. All right. Sweet. Nancy, Nancy, do you have a hometown hoedown throwdown for us? I do in fact have a we hometown hoedown throwdown. We gotta make it quick, but go for it. Yes. Um, so in Michigan in 1966, there was a huge craze of UFO sightings. <laughs> yes. And, and um, they occurred in Washtenaw County in the town of Dexter. Mm. And so many people saw these weird lights in the sky that then representative Gerald R. Ford <laughs> called for, let's see, let me make sure I know, um, called for an investigation uh. by the U.S. military, oh. if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> yes. Um, they're just a bunch of people like he called had in qualities even then yeah, yeah yeah for sure um it's uh let's see there was lima washtenaw county officers spotted lights in the sky moving at high speeds over lima township these lights were spotted by officers in ohio just across the michigan border by people at the air force base um yeah somebody drew a diagram i'm gonna oh. post these links on the website or on our facebook amazing guys. was this the air force base in southwestern michigan yeah it's um what's it called let's see um oh no, uh, the selfridge air force base. oh oh okay and actually i i misspoke the sightings triggered investigations by the civil defense and u.s air force like oh. for real Whoa. holy yeah. shit all right so they weren't wait they, you guys? they it was 1966 so they probably thought it was the russians they were yeah. like these civilians don't know what they're hang on hang on what <laughs> if the aliens saw into the future and we're like oh man this rick this richard nixon guy he's just a bad <laughs> apple and they knew that gerald r ford was going <laughs> to be our president and they replaced him with an undercover alien agent. Oh my undercover god. Undercover alien is that what you just Boom. said? Yeah. You know, Nordic. you know who's gonna be real surprised about that? <laughs> Betty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not seeing any mentions. 
of, of Gerald R. Ford. So I think Ford. we just created a new yes. urban legend. Thank <laughs> God. This, this is like, I need to cross that off my bucket list. <laughs> Yeah, that's Excellent. true. So did I. So did I. So, uh, yeah, that's the uh, hometown hoedown throwdown I'm playing us out with. Woo! Awesome. All right. Thank you, Nancy. All right. Thank Anytime. you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.